Welcome to the Equip Pastors uh, podcast or video. Maybe you're watching on YouTube, checking it out on my website, listening to the podcast, whatever you do. We, we are thankful to have you here. Uh, we are in a six-part series uh, going through the 23rd Psalm. Again, uh, the book by Philip Keller, Shepherds. Look at the 23rd Psalm. Uh, we're verse 2 today, um, and we will uh, read through uh, what, what we are looking at here of these verses. And uh, in verse 2 is talking mainly about uh, just deep diving into this. He says, He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. Again, that's, the, that's a New Living Translation. Um, I love the Amplified. He makes me lie down in fresh, tender, green pastures. He leads me beside still and restful waters. Um, <clears throat> as we're breaking this down here and diving into these things, getting some perspective from a shepherd's look and just some scriptures as we look at four here. He maketh me a lie down in green pastures, and he leadeth me beside still waters, King James. There's just this picture here, both between the the lying down and the, the stillness of a tranquility and a rest that God brings to us as his sheep. This tender grass, these waters of quietness. Um, I was checking out a video I saw and they were talking about how really the shepherds in, in those areas today, there's no green pastures like... Um, you know, this word picture gives us of we think of this big giant field full of green grass. Uh, but what they're saying is, is on the mountain sides, as the water goes into the cracks and crevices, green grass uh, spurts up there. Um, but you see here that, that in the mountain, uh, the dew from the grass and the, just all these pictures that you hear. Uh, I love this, just this peace, quietness, pause, reflection. Uh, it reminds me of, of looking to the woman at the well in John 4, uh, where Jesus says, "Ever he, he promises this water to be everlasting life. He says, any thirst, come, drink. And she was confused because he had nothing to get the, the physical water from. But she, he was speaking of a water of, he talked about a, a water of living, rivers of living water. And, and this just gives us a picture of the Holy Spirit as our refresher, as our comforter, as our filler, as our rest. Uh, it, it points us to you know the 36th Psalm, verse 8, where we feast in the abundance of his house, that we drink in the river of his delights. Uh, in, in Psalm 46, verse 4, the river uh, that's in heaven, it makes glad the city of God in the holy place. So you just see that the, the Holy Spirit in Revelation, he, he talks about he leads us to springs of living water, that the lamb, uh, that's it's such a great picture, that the lamb becomes the shepherd. So we know that Christ was the lamb slayed uh, for our, our sacrifice, uh, for our sin. And so just, just, just great, great pictures here. And so uh, as I was reading the book, and it made me think about as he was breaking it down, there's four things that re are required for sheep to lay down and rest in these green meadows. Whether you're seeing the metaphor of them resting on the mountainside or resting in a big green field, doesn't matter. All these things, is uh, they have to be free from four things. Number one, they have to be free from fear. If sheep are afraid, they're gonna be skittish, they're gonna be up, pacing, wandering if they're going to uh, be wondering if they're going to be, you know, eaten or or 
uh, attacked in some way, but there has to be this, this freedom from fear and uh, in, in the presence of the, the shepherd. Come on, the good shepherd, John 10, 10. Uh, he, 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 he's bringing safety. He, he is in control. So we can rest in him. That is 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, We have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. The second thing is we must be free from friction. That, that sheep would fight one another. That, that just as uh, chickens have a pecking order, there is a budding order to sheep. And they would fight one another to prove dominance. Um, and, and it sounds like some churches that I worked at where there was some fighting <laughs> to, to, to prove dominance. And here's what I've noticed as being a church leader, coaching church leaders, pastoring and pastoring pastors, is that the more the church has their eyes off the shepherd, come on, the good shepherd, the more they get their eyes on the other sheep and they start fighting over silly things. When they get off purpose and looking in the direction that the shepherd is taking them in, that, that they start to look at the other sheep and they want to fight. And so uh, there's a comparison in, in churches that are off mission. There's a strife in churches that are off mission. There is a division. Uh, th th there is a fight to be the top sheep in churches that don't. There, th th there is a fight to like, I've got to stand up for myself. Come on. If you're standing up for yourself, you can't rest in his green uh, pastures where you're just resting in the green grass. And the shepherd's presence, just like a parent's presence or a teacher's presence or a coach's parents, will stop a fight on the schoolyard. Uh the presence of the shepherd should stop us from fighting one another. To keep our eyes on him, to keep our focus on him, to keep our eyes on what our good shepherd is doing. That's what we need to do. Uh, we keep our eyes on him, not on them. The third thing, after they're free from fear, they're free from friction and fighting is they must be free from pest. And we're going to revisit both fighting and pest in a, in a later term here. But we understand that, that there were various type of flies uh, and ticks and things that, that ail a sheep that would even bore down into their brain. Come on, their thinking must be right. We as God's sheep must have our thinking right, that we must set our mind on those things that are above. That we must renew our mind through his word, that we must meditate upon his word, as Psalm 119 tells us. And over and over again in scripture, we see meditating on his promises, meditating on his word, which simply means to just chew it over like a sheep chewing over that grass. We've got to chew up his word and, and, and keep the pest. And so there, there is a comfort of the Holy Spirit in that role. He's called the comforter. And that they would use this oil. We'll get into that in, in, in the, those future verses that talk about applying the oil. They must re apply the repellents. Our mind must be coated with repellents to keep the enemy at bay uh, from us so that we can rest in him. That, we're, that we are understanding that. Uh, what is bugging us? What is bugging us? So uh, the, the, the fourth thing is that uh, a shepherd a sheep to lay down not only be free from fear free from friction free from pest uh, they must be 
free from hunger. They cannot be hungry. They must be filled with food. Uh, these green pastures were no mistake. They took time to manage and, and to bring the sheep in just the right area to find that there, to cultivate these fields so that they would not be over uh, grazed. A bad shepherd would overgraze them and then it's just going to turn into mud and mess and, and that. Uh, uh, they must locate and navigate and mitigate these, these, these fields so that they grow at the right time and the sheep are not killing the grass by coming in and eating it all and destroying the root system. And so it, it reminds me, and it should put the pressure on us as pastors, as leaders, as communicators of God's truth. There must be some intentionality. There must be some work. There must be some hustling. There must be some navigation and some wisdom that comes in sharing God's word with God's people. It's not by accident. We must work it. We must work it. We must put into, into place. And so this green grass is a color of, of green means growth, productivity, richness, healthy, liveliness, being something, being alive. And that, that is the picture that we get in these green grass and that these sheep lying down free from fear, free from friction, no fighting is happening, free from those flies and those pests and free from hunger. They're satisfied. They're filled. Uh, they, they are not being bothered by anything because their, their shepherd is there and their shepherd has taken care of them. They're not trying to peck their way and butt their way and destroy others' mission. They're, they're, they're living on mission, keeping their eyes, and they are uh, never afraid. They're, they're, they're walking in God's power, His love, and understanding and keeping their mind. You see just how all these are tied together. So good. And so he talks about the quiet waters, that the body of a sheep would be over 70% water. That the shepherd would be working to locate uh, these waters. Uh, that this thirstiness talks about uh, pursuit of God. That as we are pursuing God, we should be thirsty after Him. That we're drinking in it, we're taking it, we're accepting, we're believing. There's this picture in thirsting after righteousness. But he says these are still deep, clean, pure plentiful water sources. Their sources, they would get it from the dew on the grass and early in the morning that would take some first things. That, that in order to be thirsty for the right things, you got to get up and do the put the first things first. That there's a well that they would bring water up from. And you know, in the well, they would have to get in the well uh, to dig that out, to bring it out. They'd have to go deep uh, into the dark areas uh, where it's dark, dark and wet. And uh, there, there takes some work to pull that out of there. There's some work to feed the sheep, to, 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 to quench the thirst in your life. You have to, you will have to go deep uh, into the things of God. And there, there's the springs that they would get through. It, it, it just gives me this picture of unseen sources. If you've ever seen like a spring of water that, that, that feeds into a river, that you can't quite find it from the surface. You have to get down there and find that. And, 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 and uh, I remember growing up in Missouri, going, floating on rivers that were spring fed and you could you could feel the coldness that, that is just so frigid even in the hundred degree weather the, the the river would be cold because it would be refreshed from these wells coming up from deep in the earth that it was so pure and that these uh, these streams were also they would get it from streams so they're getting it from the dew uh, that, that's coming on the grass uh, you got to get up early this well there takes work this spring there's unseen deep uh deep 
uh, you know, source of it? Are, are you tapped into the Holy Spirit? And these streams, they're flowing, they're moving. Uh, and again, he says, but quiet water. So they weren't moving too fast. They weren't uh, roaring rivers that would carry away the sheep, but they could not be stagnant because the mud and stagnancy would bring uh, unhealthy. And so uh, we've got to stay flowing and moving in the Holy Spirit. We've got to we've got to tap down into Him as our source. We've got to bring out uh, the deep things of God, the work that it takes to, to bring that out of the well. And we have to put the first things first, just like the dew would happen in the morning hours to, to, to see that there. And so as we understand these word pictures of this greenness of the grass, you see, this is just, we may just glow over this without understanding just the richness that God has for us in his word. Well, thank you for uh, joining me today for this podcast. Like, subscribe, share this, leave any comments, questions. I would love to get to those uh, and have a great day. We love you guys and thanks for being listeners.